0: Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw and I'm here with uh, Jeff Adam of Down Under Answers. We're on the last day of an amazing fam trip that uh, Jeff organized for, I think we have 10 agents, I believe. That's right. Uh, and, and we've been everywhere in New Zealand and this is a first time for me and, and, and most a lot of the other tra- travel advisors here, they have been here, some haven't, uh, but it's been an amazing trip that's covered all these areas. Auckland, uh, uh, the the Haw- Hawks Bay, uh, and we're now here really at the culmination of this tour in Queenstown, New Zealand. We're gonna talk to Jeff about this fam trip and what he had hoped to accomplish with it and hope, you know, what the travel advisors who came down, what they wanted to do. And they've been doing a lot we just we just had a jet boat for instance which was just amazing to start the end that whole thing you're going to hear about all this and more on insider travel report Well, Jeff. First of all, thank you because you and I traveled last year on a wonderful fam to Cairns and Brisbane, and you introduced me to those places as well as a lot of our fellow travel advisors. And now New Zealand. So this has been an amazing thing. Now, what, what do you try to do with these FAMs that you do that you, you offer? Because it's a little more. I think you, there's a word, you a, a term you call it, right? I call it a mobile marketing mission, James. I really seek to uh,
1: take. Uh, it's, it's getting agents away from their their normal working environments where they fairly busy and it's hard to kind of really have the focus, I feel, that to be out and in a place like New Zealand actually to meet up with our partners, I mean down at answers travel too, we've got some great partners on the ground and I want them to have the same connection that we have um, with our partners so it's a as a mobile marketing mission we've got a chance not only to gain a lot of knowledge and understanding of what these destinations have to offer but the destinations have an offer opportunity to actually get an insight into what the front line of the North American market is seeking, what they need right now. So it's a really, a, it's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. And as you can hear by the, the din behind us here, the agents are in good form. We've had some, you know, we've had some, we've visited three iconic regions of yeah. New Zealand uh, and it's been absolutely marvelous.
0: Yeah. So we started off in Auckland and that was, you know, we, we, we all flew over from LA and we started off and we, we kind of, we tried a couple of different hotels, but, uh, and actually the very first thing we did though is uh, uh, Wahiki Island, which was really an amazing place that i didn't know anything about now Wahiki island itself is sitting right on the doorstep of auckland
1: i think the thing about auckland is people don't realize that it in itself is a destination under its own you you, you know often people are just dropping to auckland they're kind of zipping off but when really while you're in auckland to get across a wahickey island mm-hmm. not only does it have some fabulous new zealand wine um it also has an opportunity to go on a little adventure you can go hiking we went actually out with Terran Tide. Gabrielle took us for a little hike through there. We did a, a nice walk. We did some zip lining as well.
0: We did some zip lining. That was cool. And we did a little drinking of wine. That's for first first at, at a wonderful uh, winery. I think it was the Batch Winery.
1: That's right. Yeah, the Batch is, and its location is perfectly. You're sitting up at the Batch, you're quaffing some great wine and enjoying some great fare. Everything, of course, is locally produced. And it, you've got beautiful views back to Auckland, which is divine. Absolutely divine.
0: Well, I'm, I'm doing a little cheat sheet here because this is, Jeff put this. Together, this this it's basically a book that has almost everything here had, it was it's, 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 you it, hopping James that's for sure I, know, I had you hopping it was it was you had this hopping and it really it's a great it's a great resource actually so so we did that and then the next day uh, you know we got back we went to Auckland we stayed the night and the next morning you had us going up right away to a wonderful Maori site which in, in English is Mount Eden but in in, in uh, Maori it's called Mongahawa right
1: or something that's right yeah. and it's um, yeah and Dane, who took us up there, who gave us a great insight into Māori lore and legend. And it was a, a wonderful way to witness the beginning of the sunrise. And, and, of course, from there, we went straight into the actual all black. Um, the
0: that, that all black meaning the rugby team. Because right. if if the two things you have to understand about, I think, New Zealand are Maoris, which are, who are wonderful culture and everything else and rugby, right?
1: Well, that's true. I consider it one of the religions of New Zealand, and the all-black experience itself really gave us a great insight into the passion. I mean, here, um, New Zealand's the youngest country in the world. It's the last place settled by human beings. Of course, those human beings were the Maori. The Maori came in like 750 years ago, then closely followed by the Pakeha. The Pakeha is the name the Maoris gave the Scottish and English settlers, and, and there was initially a bit of argy-bargy, a little conflict, but they sat down and signed a treaty called the Waitangi Treaty, and it's made for a more unified society, so you find here that uh, Kiwis just know how to get things done, and yeah. let me tell you, they get it done on the rugby field. As an Australian, I have got to tell you that they're pound for pound, the strongest rugby nation in the world, without doubt, which James.
0: And the, the smallest, a very small nation, to be the strongest rugby nation—it's it's pretty amazing. Uh, and, and so you can see this experience, and it's really amazing. And then uh, we had a little lunch, and that was great. And then we went to um, uh, what they call the WIDA workshop, which, uh, it's, as we all know, you know Peter Jackson. Who who was the uh, director of The Hobbit and all Lord of the Rings thing had set up, I guess they worked with the, him about all the special effects and this Weeder workshop sort of tells you how they do all that. Right?
1: That's right. They, they give a great insight into the whole, the all the clever stuff that happens in movie making. These guys are a part of that. So uh, it was a, it was fun and informative and, and a lot of fun as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then we, had, we, we stayed, at, uh, went to another hotel, M Social. Uh, and then the, uh, the next day we left because we, because, Jeff doesn't let you sit still too long. We got to see a lot of New Zealand. There's not, and in a very little amount of time. But it is really well organized. And so as I turn my page to my schedule here, we went to Hawke's Bay, New Zealand's food and wine country. Actually, let me backtrack though, because we did do a a foodie tour in in Auckland before because we couldn't get away with uh, food. I I
1: highly recommend advisors when you're sending your clients to Auckland that you actually do a little um, little food wine tour or food tour through Auckland itself because it gives you a chance to get your bearings and find out where all the restaurants are. And at the same time, especially arriving early, you're often arriving like, six in the morning so um do a little wander around the streets of Auckland, get your bearings, and then, of course, by that time, your hotel's ready. You can just
0: check straight in then. And it's a great, great way to see Auckland. So now, now we can go to Hawke's Bay. So the next morning, we've gone to Hawke's Bay, New Zealand, and this is really heart of wine country uh, in New Zealand. And we went initially to uh, Mission Estate Winery and had a lovely lunch, right? Yeah,
1: Mission Estate Winery is one of the most oldest wineries in the region. In fact, that region itself has just been awarded one of the 12 uh, wine Areas of the world, one of the twelve premium wine areas of the world. So, it is the start of the classic New Zealand wine trail, um, but it's also home to some great people. The people in that area,
0: it's a, the, the, the uh, you might say the, the food basket of, of of New Zealand. A lot of it is would be besides wine, that's fruit, and vegetables, everything, and it is just so so fertile because this whole area is a, is really a fertile plain, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And the and and to get to see it, we actually managed to get out on uh, electric bike. And did a little cycling, quite the adventure, James.
0: I had a little adventure. I, a little, I took a little header once, but it was okay. It was okay. Uh, so that was one of the things we did. An amazing, and there was a bike tour that we did. But before that, we actually went. Um, uh, uh, we went to an aquarium. Actually, it's kind of fun. Yeah,
1: got a chance to see little penguins, at uh, little penguins up and close, which is kind of nice. You don't get to see these guys unless you're willing to sit up um, waiting for them to come rushing out of the water at the very end of a day. But we had a chance to see them in the aquarium and also and, some turtles. The whole nature of that, town, that city, though, is one of um, it's where paying forward started. Um, Auckland, uh, the Napier itself was actually completely wiped out in the 30s because of a, an earthquake, and it was rebuilt in this Art Deco thing. And there was a gentleman there who ran the cigarette factory, and he actually uh, has quite wealthy, quite wealthy, and he quietly went about lending money to people and telling them don't tell anybody, don't tell anybody. It wasn't till his funeral that somebody got up and said, oh, actually, he lent me money. And before you knew it, half the audience was standing up saying the same thing. So it's that sort of care for the, the local people, which is, is found there. Same with Mr. Waddy's, Mr. Waddy's, which is a, a cannery, a bit like Heinz, and uh, he actually, the same thing during the depression. He looked after making sure everybody had food. All his employees had were gainfully employed and and kept them on uh, and through that period. And so people really do care. It, you, it, you it
0: was a care. And then actually one of the one of the great tours we did was we took uh, uh, because you are in this wonderful Art Deco town. There's a vintage car tour that we took that was really we went in these old cars around town to see all these great buildings, and that was really special.
1: No, the the Art Deco Society there does a great job of uh, doing just that. In fact, you can have like a 1920s sort of vehicle pick you up at the airport and transport you to town. They take you and and show you the whole array of of, uh, buildings. It's the most complete Art Deco uh,
0: city in the world. Now it is pretty amazing, and, and and it is the largest Art Deco city. Believe it or not, uh, they say there are more buildings that are in Miami's South Beach, which is kind of interesting. And so then the next day, we we also were, we stayed in town, and actually you were talking about the place that we stayed that night uh, had a little hand in, in the gentleman you were talking about because uh, that 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 uh, estate that we were on at Neva was just Magna amazing. Papa. Magna, Magna Papa. Magna Papa which yeah. is just an amazing place to stay but before that, let me just backtrack again because we did do that cycling tour and it is pretty flat all the way around. It's wonderful. We got to see everything and, we, and then guess what? We ended up up in a winery the Church Road Winery which was the first of I think three or four. We, we, we did up that day in terms of wineries right?
1: Okay, without going through all the wineries but Church Road was a wonderful welcome and a great start a chance to get a feel for exactly what it's all about and they put on a fabulous fair the wine tasting was amazing and, uh, and it, it's, I think it's a testament to the region being one of the premium wine regions here that tends to be more about the uh, Chardonnay they're kind of very proud of their Chards and also their Cab Saves and, and Shiraz. Uh whereas as you get further down that wine trail you kind of hit the Seville Blancs which many of you I think would probably
0: well, recognize that's, that's, yeah, but the Chardonnays were one and we got it so we did a whole bunch of it and we were going with Prinzi's Tours as one of your suppliers and he took us to like three or four wineries yeah
1: they, it, it did that and um, it's, it's that local feel I mean what I'd liked about having these local operators involved is that they give you a great insight they're, they're, they're basically salt of the earth they, in fact the, the area had just been hit with a a little bit of uh, weather, and while, while uh, you know, as I mentioned, there's very much a paying it forward sort of feel about it. The whole town has kind of come together, and yeah, the, the, the wine region itself quite excited about their new um, accolade of being you know, one of the top 12 wine regions of the world.
0: And that, that was something that we we found out about here, and it, it is it was rather appropriate, as you've mentioned. It, just a year ago they, uh, a huge cyclone hit that town and uh, that area, and now they've recovered, and they've recovered very nicely, I think, and they're very happy to really be, they really want to start begin getting a lot of visitors and i think they will given the kind of tourism riches they have in terms of wineries and all these attractions that we have uh, it was just amazing well, we've got plans let me tell you there's a, without doubt that region is one for north
1: american the north american market it's a, just the the people the food the wine the fair and the whole opportunity to kind of really start Inner area, which is well away from the hustle of some of the bigger cities, and at the same time have a more immersive experience, getting to know the the local people, the wineries, and uh, and yeah, it's just delightful.
0: And then we kept it all off, as I said, we stayed at Mangapapa in this this sort of, sort of historic estate, huge rooms, not too many rooms, and they they hosted us in a lovely dinner. They were just so hospitable. It was so warm and kind. Of, you know, here we are, we are getting into the winter season here, so we had fires, you know, fires in the fireplaces, things like that. It was a lot more. I mean, de-
1: they, they kind of they had they had us a little dressed up as well. We had suspenders, we had a little uh, Art Deco sort of attire on. And the, the fascinators for the girls, and the guys had braces and bow tie. And yeah, it was good. Fun. It was a little little bit of fun. Big roaring fire, a bit of a you know a, a bit of a, a nice final night to finish off before
0: it, we it headed was out. Wonderful. So then, well, we woke up the next morning, and we what did we do? We took a plane down here to Queenstown, and the first thing we did, we got picked up by Altitude Tours, who took us to you <laughs> A helicopter, actually, which and then we went to the top of uh, sort of a peak and we landed. It was a little bit windy up there, but we got a chance to see the whole uh, valley below. It was right from flying into this wonderful city of Queenstown, which is a
1: bustling little metropolis. People who come here uh, are just drawn to wanting to stay, and it's uh, got a vibrancy that um, is hard to, it's hard to emulate. It's, it's the, the first arrival, all of a sudden, a helicopter flight on the top of a mountain, then over the back, we're into a wine region up at Kinross, and...
0: Well, we were, that was the place we went to next. We got back on the helicopter and they took us, what, to another winery! And it really was a great And We had lunch there at, at Kinross, which was really a super, super uh, example of the wineries you get here in Queenstown, too, because this is a wine growing region as well. Here it's more about the Pinot. Pinot, Pinot is the,
1: the wine of choice. Um, incidentally, that uh, region from Queen is like a 25-minute drive. So you, you helicopter while, it's quite a, a lovely way to transport. It was a fabulous way for our guys. Um, what I liked about it was the fact that the little wine region, you know, open roaring, open fires. Here we are, you know, it's kind of heading into winter right now. people say, well, when's the best time to go to New Zealand? Um, you know, winter's a great time. Winemakers have got time to be with us. We sat and chatted. We um, had great conversation, great laughter. And we had a chance to savour great wine. Um, the fair was fabulous and, and the chance to, to explore and uh, and yeah, altitude tours did a great job.
0: And then we did we did another, we went up and we went to see another Mount Rosa winery and then it was time to go uh, to our hotel, the Reese Hotel, which is right on the banks of, and what's the lake? I always forget. Lake Wakatipu. Lake Wakatipu, <laughs> yeah. which is the lake uh, that that's Queenstown's right on and this is a marvelous, uh, very moderate, well it's been around since about 2008 and we actually, uh, you might have seen, we've already done a, uh, a, a video with the gentleman Manager. It's a really marvelous hotel. They hosted us for a wonderful dinner, and it's it's beautiful views of the lake from any any room really.
1: Oh, it's a sensation. What what's what's good about um, the the location is that you are the last or well, your last pickup on any tours going out to Fiordland National Park, and therefore you're the first drop off coming back in. Um, you can actually get from the airport a jet boat, and KJet is the company we work with. But you can actually arrive at the airport, so you can actually have your clients. Um, surprise, your partner perhaps and you'll just drop down
0: to the, the, the little river. Which is and not it, too far from us here in the airport yeah. and you get on the jet boat and they take you over and immediately have a little few spins just to make it a little exciting for you since you just arrived. Right? Absolutely and uh, so it's, yeah, it's a fabulous little transfer into
1: the hotel so it's a great start to, the, to, your, to your journey that's to the for
0: sure. So, so then we went down to Milford Sound and we took a, a bus, originally I think we were going to try to do an air transfer back but we took the bus down there and it was not a great day, but you know what, when we finally got down there, the boat cruise that we took was absolutely outstanding. And really, Queensland's
1: not about weather. It's all about having a great time. Right. And, and, and in fact, the weather that day provided um, opportunity for us to see uh, the Fiordland National Park in a state that is like no other. It's quite spectacular, in fact. Uh, the rain itself was cascading in rivers that were pouring down the sides of these sheer faces. We,
0: we, we got more
1: waterfalls than we would have seen, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, peak is about a mile high above uh, Fieldland uh, before you know, Milford Sound, rather. And uh, yeah, it was just phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And we had
0: dolphins we were chasing us. And, uh, we and you, you, you actually braved the elements, because at one point they bring you right up next to a waterfall and they give you a, a little Niagara Falls treatment and you were the brave one who went out and did it, right? It
1: was, uh, it had to be done, it had to be done. <laughs> to be done. I was...
0: And you were elected the one who did it, but you were very brave, you did it, and I think it was a lot of fun. Oh,
1: we, we stopped and actually um, picked up a little water bottle, you can actually, the water is so crystal clear and so tasty, and I say tasty, it's like, you won't believe, I mean, we um, filled up our water bottles when we were out there, we actually met up with some kia, some mountain parrot, which are kind of a, quite an interesting species, this kia, they say they've got the the smarts of a four-year-old. They've kind of very evidently measured their their ability, and they've they've got so clever that they will actually move road cones and put them in the front of the passage for the vehicle, so the vehicles have to stop. So the vehicles stop, people get out. There's the possibility they might get fed. Not the right thing to do, but that's how clever these these birds are. They kind of they uh, yeah direct traffic, so to speak.
0: It was great. They're very smart, and we saw them. We did yeah. see them on tops of cars, yeah. which was kind of interesting. Yeah,
1: they've got, so they've got a fetish for. They like to pull the rubber off your windscreen, wipers off your door jams. They'll jack up your car and knock off your tires. I lied about that. It's not true, but they are pretty cheeky, let me tell
0: you. <laughs> well, we had a good time watching them, and then we did come back uh, all the way back, and that was a long day. It was a full day. It's great. Uh, at one point, we were going to take a, a flight back, but the weather again was not great, but you know what? It didn't matter. We'd had a great experience down, down there, and it was really wonderful. So the next day, we woke up in our uh, wonderful hotel again, and we got picked up uh, by our friend Lee from Alpine Luxury Tours. That's
1: right and Lee took us out to Glenorchy
0: and uh, that, uh, I mean they they got a
1: chance to go for a little bit of a walk through a little beechwood forest and get a chance to see a a smelting where they used to kind of melt down limestone use it as mortar to kind of settle some of those early buildings. But there's around the lake at a point which is really pristine the the waters are like turquoise
0: and clear. Gorgeous hike that we did all the way down by the water and he took us down there, it was amazing. And then he took us to a wonderful eco-line that's fairly new, but it, it was really, uh, really unique. And talk us, tell us a little bit about that, because where, where did we go there? The-
1: well, it's a, it's just the it's a com- all completely repurposed timber. They've they're basically it's a completely running off solar. I mean, it's a hundred percent. In fact, they're giving back to the grid. Um, the food was fabulous. The chef there was marvelous, and uh, it was just a chance to kind of get out. We also, you know, it, it, that day we're going to be heading out on a, the a uh, little jet boating,
0: but. Um, so we got, we got back from that wonderful eco-lodge, and we actually then uh, split up. We actually went to two different hotels because we'd had a wonderful time at our first hotel, the Rees, but then we wanted to try out some other ones. So we went to the Samaritz and the Sofitel. Both of them are our core hotels, both marvelous places, and we enjoyed it. And some of us got a chance to go into town, right?
1: Absolutely. We did a, a run through town. I've created
0: a list of the top five bars and the top
1: five restaurants. So if you need help with, with that, with clients, let me know. But uh, it was just to get a fantastic to of airing, and then out that night, we had a chance to go out to Walter Peak Station, which actually are, a working sheep station. We had a wonderful fair.
0: And, and this is from Real NZ, or NZ, as they said. Yeah. And they were actually the ones that also furnished the uh, the cruise uh, on Milford Sound, because uh, they have some some wonderful—you uh, can go for a day cruise, uh, you can go for an overnight cruise down there. But they also have the boats on a, in a wonderful and antique steamer—I think it's uh, dates from the Titanic area—that will— will take you over uh, to this, the Walter Peak Evening Experience,
1: right? Yeah, the T.S. Earnslaw. It's a beautiful vessel. The old, only paddle steamer operating in New Zealand. So it's a fabulous little journey across, and a, and a wonderful meal that follows.
0: Yeah, so you have this wonderful, you know, all-you-can-eat all buffet, and it's in a wonderful, and then you get a little uh, performance, a farm performance, if you want to see some sheep herding, which we saw a little bit of that that day. And then we went back to, uh, uh, to Queenstown, and then we spent the last night. And And then we woke up, uh, and because we hadn't done enough, uh, we had to do one more adventurous thing, and we went on jet boats, right? Tell tell us a little bit about that. Well, KJET is
1: the the operator. They first took us down to the day trip, they actually had this wonderful underwater observatory, which is actually a little film, they take you back to... To the early New Zealand, they give you an insight of what this whole region was like many years ago. So that was fabulous, and then we yes, we got a chance to go. Some, we got the chance to go jet boating, which we, was we, you
0: and I were ne- sitting next to each other, and I think I slammed into him once or twice over the time because we were. They, he's doing 180 or 360s actually, yeah. uh, and it's really incredible. And you are literally going over. You, you're going over water that may be a few inches deep, and it doesn't seem to phase our driver, right? It phased us a little bit. Now KJIT does a marvelous
1: job, apart from offering that. Transfer. I was mentioning earlier. They also do fabulous jet boating from you know basically within Auckland, within uh, the city of uh, Queensland. They're right on the doorstep, and so it's uh, they do a great a great job of of giving people an insightful uh, jet boat experience.
0: Yeah, and they, they they do it all. And as you mentioned, they do the transfers to a lot of the hotels as well. So and then we came over here and uh, we, we we had a and we're here at the Glacier Southern Lakes helicopter tours. We're not going to do the tour this time around, but we wanted to check out the equipment and uh we just did it's a marvel they got some marvelous helicopters here they're giving us behind you if you saw it a little buffet uh because guess what it's over we got to go home i can't believe it you guys are going home and i'm going to stay one more night and you hear the helicopters are coming in here uh but but it's been a marvelous trip and you're going you're going back but i'm going to stay one more night in auckland and then i'm going back on a direct flight um from here to jfk so uh, it's been an amazing jeff i got to tell you this this has been, yes, once again, here, I have the trip right here. This is, I've been sort of cheat sheeting here, trying to remember everything we did, and it's all packed into one. If you don't walk away from one of these trips, really getting a better understanding uh, of how to sell New Zealand er, and better with Down Under Answers, I don't know what, what you can do. I mean, this is really, uh, you, you, you do it so well, and you've, this is the second time I've experienced it with you, and, and it really is amazing what you put together.
1: Oh, thank you, my friend. And thanks to our friends there in New Zealand for uh, providing us the flights. And getting us the lift down here, the the the, in, the in-flight experience is really the start of the, the journey to New Zealand. So, yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for joining us. And here's cheers, guys. I'm going to go and have a little Kiwi barbie.
0: Yeah, because we can't we can't leave without a glass of wine and a barbie. So that's the end of it. So again, Jeff, great to see you. Hopefully, we'll see you soon. I know we'll see you soon. Uh, but I can't I can't believe. What, what what are you going to think up next? That's the. other
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe Africa. Maybe Asia next, James. What
0: do you think? I'm I'm all game. to tell you, as you said, I'm all game. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.